Hello, and welcome to The Midlife with Kimberly Sampson and Tracy Feldstein. If you're over 40 and under dead, you're in the right place. Hey there, I'm Kimberly Sampson, and welcome to The Midlife Podcast, where we discuss tools and strategies to turn your midlife crisis into your midlife transformation. Some of what you'll hear is from the recipe I use to get myself out of my own midlife funk. Some of what we'll discuss draws on my career in finance and banking and my experiences with entrepreneurship. All of it, my personal experience and my professional expertise are yours to help you design your next best chapter and thrive. We'll also have a special segment called Reinvented sprinkled in every few weeks. You'll hear from inspiring women who have changed course after 40, proving it's never too late to start something new. Join me. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Midlife Podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about the single most misused phrase in the English language. But why limit my theory to English? Maybe the single most misused phrase in any language, spoken or written or signed, dead or alive. The only limiting factor in my statement is that I should probably clarify misused by women. Yes, even by ancient Roman women speaking Latin. That phrase is, I'm sorry. I have scientific proof. A study published in Psychological Science examined how men and women apologize differently. University students kept an online diary for 12 days documenting whether they apologized or did something they thought that required an apology. They also kept track of how often they thought others owed them an apology. The first finding is interesting. Both men and women apologized 81% of the time when they thought their actions were offensive. A promising moment for equality. So you think except that women reported committing more offenses and women were also more likely to report being victims of wrongdoing. Then the undergrads rated how severe they thought a particular offense was. For example, they imagined they woke up their roommate late at night and disturbing their friend's sleep caused the friend to do badly in an interview the next day. Women rated these types of offenses as much more serious than men. And women were also more likely to say that the friend deserved an apology. You're not surprised, are you? Women by nature are generally more empathetic than men, and we are hyper-aware of how our actions affect other people. I don't think that's necessarily either a good or a bad thing, it's just one of the many examples of how men and women are different. But what I am concerned about is how often and in what circumstances I hear women around me apologizing. Raise your hand if you recognize yourself in any of the following. You're going to contradict something someone has said and you begin, I'm sorry, but I think this one kills me. When you have an expertise but you start your thoughts with an I'm sorry, you instantly devalue your authority and the information that follows. Women tend to hedge their expertise by apologizing for it. You know why? Because someone once told you you're bossy when you were little instead of complimenting your assertiveness. Then someone in your school years called you a know-it-all because you had confidence in your ideas. And finally, someone at work said you're a bitch. Well, because he had a small penis. It's part of the bait and switch. Be confident but not conceited. Be smart, but nobody likes a know-it-all. Be ambitious, but don't look like you're trying too hard. How about when you know you're going to disappoint someone, so you preemptively apologize for what you're about to say? I'm sorry, but I don't want that for dinner. It is not your job to make other people happy. That's their job. What is your job is to make yourself happy, and constantly compromising what you want is a fast track to resentment. How's that working out for you? That's one of those sneaky how-to-be-a-good-girl lessons we're taught. Be assertive, but only if it doesn't upset anyone else. How about asking for information? I'm sorry, but can you tell me? 
You are not a bother to people who have information you need. If you are, it's up to them to let you know and reset the boundaries. You know what actually makes the person you're asking feel badly? I have this a lot and I find it frustrating because anyone who knows me knows I will absolutely let you know if you're bothering me. Otherwise, it is my gift and my pleasure to share with you what I know. This goes for any of you out there that have thought about emailing or DMing because you've heard me give you permission on this podcast, but you've stopped yourself because you assumed you'd be bothering me. And how about when someone bumps into you and you reflexively say, I'm sorry, you're sorry because they weren't paying attention? And then to add insult to injury, those people usually bounce off you and keep on their merry way without missing a beat. So where does this leave you as a woman in midlife? A grown-ass woman in midlife, may I remind you. Still bobbing and weaving and putting others' needs ahead of yours. And now you're left wondering why you're angry and resentful and you feel misunderstood and invisible. Sorry, but this one's on you. See what I did there? I think what we're really trying to be is polite, because we are decent people. But saying sorry is a lazy way to seem well-mannered. We're more creative than that. I'm sorry is not a show of politeness. Being polite is a show of politeness. There's a difference between, oh, I'm sorry, did you want the aisle seat? And would you like the aisle seat? So here's some food for thought if you think you may be an over-apologizer. Ask yourself why you apologize and how it makes you feel. Do you ever kind of kick yourself after the words, I'm sorry, drop out of your mouth because you realize it makes you feel weak or insecure? Do you apologize because you crave approval? If you didn't set out to hurt someone, and I can't imagine that any of you here would, why should you apologize? It may be motivated by a deep-seated need for you to be liked or even just not disliked, but really aren't you just apologizing for being yourself? If so, then we need to be working on your self-esteem. You did not get to midlife without some seriously redeeming qualities and personal superpowers. You've just buried them for so long to get along that you've forgotten what the real you is capable of. Is it possible that in many situations where you're saying, I'm sorry, what you really mean is, excuse me? You may be saying, what's the difference? And I'd argue it's a huge difference. One puts you on the defensive and one is a true expression of your thought. Look, I'm all for common courtesy and politeness. It is foundational to who I am. In fact, I may be a chronic overuser of please and thank you, courtesy of training I received from my grandparents. And for that, I'm grateful. It's amazing how much more compliant the people around you are when you use words like excuse me, please, and thank you. Politeness, yes. Immediate contrition, no. Especially in workplace situations, you might want to note how your apologies come across to others. How do other people react? Do they seem to take more advantage if you're overly apologetic? In competitive environments, your needless apology may smell like chum in the water. In some cases, if you want to establish boundaries with a peer or colleague, adjusting your language may be part of that. It's not to say that apologizing is bad, but words are powerful. Save the apologies for when they are appropriate and necessary. Now, are there situations which just don't require an apology? I think this happens when women are uncomfortable being catered to. Think of when you go to a restaurant and the waiter comes to take your order, but you're not ready. Do you say, I'm sorry, but I need a few minutes? We are so accustomed to serving others that we cannot flip the switch and just enjoy being on the receiving end of service. Of course, not all apologies are unnecessary, but it's important to know the difference between situations that call for a real, heartfelt apology and times when you're just saying sorry out of habit. On the rare occasion that you're wrong, there is a pretty simple recipe for a good apology. For starters, you have to keep it real and authentic. You have to spell out why you want to apologize. It might sound obvious, but the first part of an apology is to clearly state what you've done before saying you're sorry for it. It shows the other person that you understand what you did wrong. 
Maybe it was that I raised my voice to you yesterday. Next, admit you are wrong. It's important to show the other person that you're willing to take responsibility for your actions. You have to acknowledge the other person's feelings. A good apology includes showing you're aware of how your actions have impacted the other person. It tells them that you understand why they feel hurt. Then you got to come out and say those two powerful words, I'm sorry. And make sure you keep it simple and don't tack a butt on the end of it. True contrition ends with the period at the end of that short sentence. Finally, ask them to forgive you and go on to show that you're sorry by making things right. Unfortunately, there are times where there is no fixing a situation. Maybe you said something hurtful. In this instance, the best thing to do is make sure it doesn't happen again and to show by your actions that you're sincerely sorry. If you've realized that there's a problem you can work on, you can also mention this to show that you're taking steps to make sure it doesn't happen again. It takes a lot of courage to admit you've made a mistake and to apologize for it. No one likes to eat crow. But what if someone won't accept your apology? Look, there may be unforgivable situations, in which case you're going to feel remorse and you'll have no choice but to accept your fate and heal. Then again, sometimes a good old-fashioned disagreement shows someone's true colors, and in their refusal to accept your apology, you understand truly what you did, or rather didn't, mean to them. In either situation, if you are above reproach and that you did everything in your power to repair the relationship, you just need to take solace in your effort and go spend your energies elsewhere on people more deserving. What I never want you to do is apologize just to make peace and make a situation go away. You don't have to apologize just because someone else feels wronged. You are not being true and authentic to yourself, and in reality, you're doing a disservice to the other person in whatever relationship you expect to have going forward. Apologies lose all meaning when they're divorced from the way you really feel. They are demeaning to you and unconvincing to everyone else. In the end, it won't help you get along better. It's just going to breed resentment. Resentment is the consequence of having to apologize unwillingly. You are teaching someone that your boundaries are up for negotiation. You do, however, have to carefully consider what your role is in any disagreement. That's a key tenet of being self-aware. I'm just fairly confident that you, my audience of women in midlife, are not having an issue where you don't apologize enough. So here we are hitting the six-month mark of January. It's not just me, right? This has been the longest month. But I want to fill you in on a couple of special things here at The Midlife. The last Midlife Marriage Workshop was so successful that I'm offering it twice in January. Head to my website, www.themidlife.co, to read all about it and sign up. In a nutshell, long-term marriages are tough. I've got some thoughts and strategies to help you improve your marriage, and who doesn't need that right now? Also, the special workshop, only for women enrolled in Midlife Reimagined in February, is establishing a healthy relationship with your adult or almost adult child. If you've been thinking about joining us, don't wait. There's a link all about that program on the website as well. That's it for me this week. If you want to chat about apologies, feel free to pop into the private Facebook group Muddling Through the Midlife or to email or DM. Thanks for being here. Thank you.